The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Y'all know I am a skincare fanatic, so I could not wait till the start of the episode to share with you my latest skincare find. Listen, this company is based out of Silicon Valley and led by a scientist named Dr. Barb Palatis. Codex Beauty Labs is committed to creating the highest standard in sustainable skincare and biotech plant-based alternatives to restore and protect the skin barrier and support a healthy microbiome. The products address key skincare concerns, including eczema, psoriasis, sensitive, dry, and inflamed skin. The brand has been heralded by dermatologists for creating effective, clinically proven skincare that brings a new data-driven and transparent approach to beauty. Codex Beauty Labs is also dedicated to protecting biodiversity to ensure it flourishes for the future. All of their products contain sustainably sourced ingredients and are packaged in plant-based packaging and work to reduce the carbon footprint. Listen, I just had to share with you, and if you are just as intrigued as I am, go ahead and visit codexlabscorp.com, that's C-O-D-E-X-L-A-B-S-C-O-R-P.com, and use code BWELLSYS20 for savings. Now let's get into the show. Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well, Sis podcast. I am your host, Dr. Cassandra Dunbar. How has life been treating you? But more importantly, how have you been treating yourself? I really hope you're well. Me, I am finally on the mend. Um, the stomach flu done ran through my house. Um, <laughs> mainly the kids got sick um, and they brought the little germs into the house. Um, but I had a couple days where I was not quite sure what was going on here. But I am back and I am good. Um, that is why I had to take a pause last week. Um, but we're back and we are in the month of April. I can't even believe it. I feel like yesterday was just Christmas. Um, and now we're already in April. We are like well into spring. I mean, not well, cause some parts of the country are still like, it's still getting snow and whatnot, but I mean, we're getting there. The, the plants are blooming. The trees are starting to bloom, trying to get, get my, um, my backyard garden together. So yeah, we're just about into spring and that's wild to me. I just feel like this year is really running by and just, man, but anyway, I am so happy to be with you guys today and in honor of April being um, Stress Awareness Month, we are going to be talking about stress, stress management, self-care, aftercare, and everything in between. So it is just going to be me and you today and I'm really happy to have this um, conversation with you because I feel like I don't spend time just talking one-on-one. It's not necessarily... um, I get used to having guests and I love talking to the women that I get the chance to speak to, but I think it is important that, you know, 
me and you just chat one-on-one as well. So before we hop into today's conversation, I have a couple of housekeeping items since we don't get a chance to talk one-on-one. The first one is if you find this podcast to be the least bit entertaining, the least bit informative, if it makes you happy, smile, feel good, learn something, any of those things, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify, we're really trying to ramp up our numbers. Um, Yeah, please help us on Spotify um, or whatever podcast app that you listen to Be Well Sis on. So please do that. Also, please share the podcast with a friend this year. My goal is really to increase and grow the tribe and to really have us be really deep out here. So please share this podcast with a friend, a coworker, a sister, your mother, your mother-in-law, your your stepsister, your stepmother. Everybody needs to get a little bit of Be Well Sis in their lives or at least be exposed to it. So go ahead and share. Um, it's really easy. Just click the, is the apps make it easy for you to share. So you can just click somewhere on your screen and it'll give you an option to like, just go ahead and text it over to whoever you want to. So please do that. I would really, really appreciate it. And I know they will appreciate you for putting them onto something that could be helpful. And the other thing is we are on Instagram and we are also on Twitter. So join us. Let's keep the conversations going. Let's talk during the week in between episodes. I used to be really, really active on Instagram, but Instagram just stopped showing my things to people. But I'm trying to get active again in my stories and we can just, you know, talk more. I answer every single DM. Um, Whether or not I have posted that day doesn't matter. If I get a DM, I'm going to respond to it. I love chatting with you guys and just hearing what you have to say, your thoughts, your feelings, um, answering questions whenever I can. So on Instagram, um, we are at bewellsis underscore podcast. So bewellsis underscore podcast. And then on Twitter, still trying to grow that little tribe over on Twitter. I am just learning Twitter. Yeah, I'm mad late to the party. I'm like a a elder millennial as they call them. (laughs) Um, So at Twitter, um, the handle is at bewellsis. So please join, follow, subscribe, all those things. Um, And speaking of subscribe, I am working on a YouTube channel. So I know a lot of people like to um, watch their podcast and I honestly do have most of the podcast catalog is um, is visual. I have the recordings that accompany them. I just don't know how to edit video. So that is something that is on the docket. So I went ahead and put the um, our YouTube situation Um, I parked it. So I have a YouTube account Um, and I'll actually drop the link down below. So that way you can start subscribing. So that way, whenever I do have the opportunity to figure out how to edit these things and put them up um, on YouTube, you will be the first to know you'll be notified. So please subscribe. And also I would really like to launch with some subscribers. It may sound vain, but please help my self-esteem a little bit. (laughs) Each one help one, right? Um, so that is that. And then, and also I want to remind you to please go ahead and support our sponsors for this episode. Um, today's sponsors are the same ones from last episode. They are Modest Mixed Teas and they are a woman owned and woman strong 
um, tea company. So all of their teas are organic, handcrafted, fair trade, all of those good things. And their blends are really dope. Um, not only do the name, the names of the teas themselves, you know, give me a little chuckle. For example, there's Badass Babe, which is a earthy, smooth and spiced green tea blend. They also have Badass Mofo, which is a bright minty green tea. They have things like um, I told you guys last week about Go the F to Sleep, which I have been loving. Um, it tastes delicious and it actually does the job. So I fall asleep uh, faster and I stay asleep. And then the one that I've really been enjoying because I love me some chai, it's called Chai and Harder, which is adorable. Um, so the names are great, but more importantly, the blends are actually delicious. They're potent and um, like I said, they are fair trade, um, they are organic, and they're just delicious. I am like a tea snob. I'm not a snob about anything, but I love me a good tea. I have been drinking tea since the womb, essentially. And as I've gotten older, I found that tea is my thing. Like, I, I know the notes now. Like, I really enjoy tea. I know good tea. <laughs> um, so modest mixed teas really do the job and they are it. So please go ahead and visit them at modestmix.com. So M-O-D-E-S-T-M-I-X.com. And if you use the code BWELLSIS20, you will get 20% off of your order, which is a beautiful savings. So again, modestmix.com uh, and then use the code BWELLSIS20 to get 20% off of your of your purchase. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and just hop into today's conversation. Today we are going to be talking about, like I said, stress. Listen, stress is something that we cannot escape Unfortunately, there are stressors everywhere around us. It is a part of not only just being an adult, it is just part of being human. Even though we look at our children and little people and younger people who are around us, and we may think like, what are you stressed about? No, those problems that they may be encountering or experiencing, those challenges are very much stressors for them that are appropriate for their ages too. So I just want to remind you, um, parents and those who are caretakers, not to um, dis regard what our children and what those who are younger than us may be experiencing. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about it. So like I said, April, excuse me, April is Stress Awareness Month. And honestly, with the state of the, the world, um, <laughs> stress is more prevalent than ever. So before we talk about stress and self-care, aftercare, and the consequences of stress care management, it's first to address what exactly are stressors. So what does it mean for a thing to be a stressor? So a stressor is anything that can cause stress in our lives, whether that is work, school, relationships, or finances, or even just learning about what is going on in the world, the current events, those in and of themselves are also stressors. According to a recent study by the American Psychological Association, 61% of adults in the U.S. reported experiencing stress at work, while 51 reported experiencing stress about money. I think this, it might be a little bit dated. I have to take a look because I'm sure that given the current economic situation, um, a lot more of us are stressed about money than 51%. Um, so identifying our stressors is the first step in managing stress effectively. Once we know what causes a stress, we can take the steps to reduce or eliminate those stressors from our lives. 
one of the greatest lessons that I learned in therapy was to ask myself, what do I need now? Because often I would be running around or just living life tense, under stress and um, upset, not quite knowing what it was that was causing me to feel upset. Because as children, we aren't taught emotional regulation and how to be well emotionally. We often disregard our feelings and we don't stop and think, what is it that is bothering me? What is it that is stressing me? What? So therefore, what can I do to not only regulate myself, but also to assess the situation properly and figure out what I can do to help remedy the situation? So like I said, the first thing and the most revolutionary thing that I learned in therapy was to ask myself, what do I need now? And oftentimes in answering that question to myself, I realized that I was tense and I was under stress and I had to really pinpoint what about my day or what about that moment or what about the situation was causing me to feel the stress. So that is how I learned to identify what my stressor was. So I, I invite you to do the same thing. So if you wake up one day or if you're going about your day and you just feel like, oh, I just don't feel right or I don't feel great or I'm bothered, I'm irritable, I'm irritated for whatever reason, but you can't quite put your finger on it, ask yourself, what do I need right now? Sometimes that will just lead you to realizing, oh, I'm hungry. Hunger is absolutely a stressor. It's a physiologic stressor, okay? So if your blood sugar is too low, your cells are not getting what they need to perform optimally, that's absolutely a stressor. Um, same thing if you are thirsty. Same thing if you are tired. Um, of course, if you are stressing, you know, in the back of your mind about the bills that are going to be due at the end of the month and you don't quite have it yet, of course, that's a stressor. And because we brush things off, we just go throughout the day, maybe several days, several weeks that turn into months, just upset, not quite feeling like ourselves because we're not identifying what the stressors are. So then after we figure out what our stressors are, now we have to make sure that we engage in self-care. Self-care is very different from aftercare. Okay, so again, when dealing with um, the stressors of life and just dealing with living as a human being on this earth, we have to engage in self-care and we all know that, but we also have to engage in aftercare and know the difference what they are. Be Well Sis is very much an advocate for therapy and I believe that you don't have to be in crisis in order to seek help and get support. Life is complicated. We all wear many hats and sometimes it can be overwhelming. Starting therapy years ago has been pivotal in helping me be a better mother, daughter, and partner. It's truly been a game changer in how I view myself and the world around me. So Be Well Sis is proud to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy platform whose mission is to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash bewellsis. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash be well, sis. You know what I used to struggle with? Eating a diet that's nutrient-dense enough for me to get all of my dietary needs met through what I eat alone. I am no longer a passenger on that struggle bus because one tasty scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, 
probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in my diet, increase my energy and focus, aid with digestion, and supports a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products or pills, because baby, I can't do it. And it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it just fits. And right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during these times, and they're offering my audience a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit my link today. So you'll basically never have to buy vitamin D again. <laughs> to redeem your offer, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. Again, to redeem your offer of one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, visit athleticgreens.com slash bewellsis. So what is self-care? So self-care is any activity that we engage in to take care of our physical, mental, and emotional well-being, right? So this can include things like exercise, getting enough sleep, spending time in nature, practicing mindfulness, getting our annual checkups. Those things are all self-care. Um, and a study done by the National Institute of Mental Health, researchers found that engaging in self-care practices can lead to reduced levels of stress, anxiety, and depression. So it's important to prioritize self-care, not just when we feel stress, but in our daily lives to prevent stress from taking over. So pretty much our self-care practices and finding out whatever that thing is for us is important to essentially fortify us that when our stressors do come up and we do have these challenges, we are more emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually equipped to face those things. So we always think, not always, but many of us think that self-care is like a treat. So we'll do a spa day, we'll get our nails done, hair done, we'll have a girl's night, we'll go on a little mini vacation or a full-on vacation and that self-care. That is not self-care. Self-care are the things that we do daily. So taking care of our hygiene. It sounds like so routine and rudimentary, like, oh, that's nothing. No, no, no. That's absolutely something. That is part of our self-care practices. So anything that takes care of your body, your mind, your spirit is all self-care. Okay. Um, so self-care doesn't have to be like this elaborate thing because we have to be honest about the world that we live in. Many of us are strapped for time. So we don't have the time or we tell ourselves that we don't have the time to have an hour or two hours engaging in self-care, which I do think we should do. Um, not, I think, I know we all should give ourselves an hour, but we need to be realistic. Some days we may not have that hour, but we still need to make sure that we give ourselves a moment to truly take care of ourselves and prepare ourselves for tomorrow. So self-care is like preparing yourself for the future. So it's what you do today to make your future self proud, to make your future self equipped for success, to make your future self healthier, happier, and more whole, okay? So now let's talk about aftercare. So I mentioned that we have self-care and aftercare that we need to be mindful of in order to effectively deal with our stressors. So what is that? So aftercare is the practice of taking care of ourselves 
after we've experienced a stressful event or situation. Let's just say you got into a fender bender, right? So you get into this little accident, even though you're still physically healthy and your car just has some minor damage, you are still shaken up, right? So let's just say you are on your way to a date and you end up having this fender bender. You might still go to the date. I personally wouldn't, but you might still go to the date. And let's just say you go to the date. You're not just going to hop into the date as if nothing happened because your nerves are frazzled as they should be because you are human, right? So your sympathetic system is is firing off. You got the adrenaline flowing and it it would make sense that you just wouldn't hop into the conversation or into the date as if nothing happened because something did happen. So if you decide to still go to the date after the fender bender, what you might do is you might, before you go into the restaurant or wherever you're meeting the, the other person, you might sit and take a moment to breathe, to help regulate yourself, to calm down your nerves. You might need to touch up your makeup if you started crying. You just might need to just, just take a, a few cleansing deep breaths before you walk in. Then when you walk in, you might tell your the whoever you're meeting that, listen, this just happened while I was on the way there. You might get a hug. You might get some consolation, some consoling from them. And that in itself is aftercare. Aftercare is really pausing to assess what happened and to really come down off of that emotional high from whatever the stressful event was. Okay, so this can include things like seeking social support, practicing self-compassion, and engaging in stress-reducing activities, okay? The practicing self-compassion part is so, so important, and it is so difficult for people like me. I have a very critical inner voice. The way that I speak to myself, it's getting better, but the way that I speak to myself, I would never talk to even my worst enemy, the way that I talk to myself. Um, I rarely offer myself grace. I just offer myself criticism. And practicing self-compassion is the opposite of that. It's still holding myself accountable for whatever fault I had in whatever situation that I'm currently in. However, it's realizing and recognizing that I may have made a mistake, but I'm still a human who is trying my absolute best overall, right? So that is self-compassion. And then engaging in a stress-reducing activity. So whether that is after a really particularly hard day or a particularly stressful situation, if you decide to, you know what, I'm going to cancel whatever plans that aren't necessary that I do um, after work and just spend some time walking in my neighborhood or um, watching something on Netflix or calling my good girlfriend and just having a, a good key key about life. That is engaging in a stress reducing activity and that is aftercare. So according to a study done by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, engaging in aftercare practices can lead to improved mental health outcomes and reduced risk of developing chronic stress-related activities. So have you ever had one of those days where you woke up 
and you were just go, go, go. So let's just say you woke up a little bit later than you planned to. So you've been rushing out the house. You leave the house, get to work. One of your meetings just goes awful. Um, your boss is getting on your nerves. Your coworkers are getting on your nerves. Right after work, you have to go get the kids. You're late to picking up the kids and you're late to dropping them off at their next activity. And just things just keep going and going and going. And you don't have a, a moment for you to stop and breathe and decompress between each activity. By the time you get to lay your head um, on your bed that night, your nerves are a wreck. Not only your nerves, not only your emotional well-being is just off kilter, but you might physically feel all types of stiffness in your jaw, in your shoulders, in your back muscles, your hips might not feel great. And that is all because you did not get a chance to engage in aftercare after each of those stressful events. So typically, if you have a really hard meeting or hard conversation with someone, before moving into the next situation or the next meeting, take some time, take some breath to process, maybe journal about what happened, take a walk, grab some air, grab a drink, do something to soothe yourself before you move into the next situation. Because our lives um, are typically so fast paced, we think that it is completely normal to have days, weeks, or months where everything is just go, go, go. While they, they, as in society tells us that is productive and that is how things are as an adult, it is maladaptive and it is not okay. Because of it, our country, the U.S., is one of the um, least happiest countries. We have the, one of, some of the highest um, rates of depression, um, anxiety, suicide, all of those things because we do not engage as a culture in aftercare. Like I said, stress is going to happen. Stressors are going to occur, but it's really important for us to learn how to manage those stressors and those challenges as they come. This year, we're taking control of our health, and a simple way to do so is by taking the initiative to order your own blood work. Did you know that according to research published in the National Institute of Health database, that about 42% of the U.S. population is vitamin D deficient? Unfortunately, many of us aren't routinely checked for deficiencies during any of our checkups, and our insurance companies make it super difficult to get assessed for certain things. That's why I'm so happy to partner with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy and provides more autonomy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. From hormonal health panels to STI tests to micronutrient levels, vitamin D levels, cortisol tests, thyroid tests, and so much more, let's put your health back into your own hands. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging, and once your sample arrives in the lab, confidential results will be available from your secure online portal within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So if you want to feel more empowered in your health and wellness and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com slash bewellsys and get 25% off your test using code bewellsys. Again, visit trylgc.com slash bewellsys for 25% off of your testing. Going back to the self-compassion piece, self-compassion is the practice of treating ourselves with kindness and understanding, especially during times of stress or difficulty. I know a lot of the people that I've spoken to and just listening to my girlfriends and how 
sometimes when we've made a mistake or when we're just going through like particularly challenging pieces or parts of our days or of our lives, we will kick ourselves while we're down. So we're already going through it, let's say with our boss or with our job or with our spouse or whatever it is, we're already going through it. And then we'll add insult to injury by just um, really just talking down on ourselves about how we ended up in the predicament and just how essentially we aren't strong enough or smart enough or brave enough or creative enough to get out of the predicament. And that's not good. It's not healthy. So instead of criticizing ourselves for feeling stressed or not coping well, self-compassion involves acknowledging our feelings and responding with kindness and care. Research has shown that practicing self-compassion can reduce stress levels and improve emotional well-being. Engaging in stress-reducing activities is also an important aftercare practice. These activities can depend on an individual, um, so whatever you like to do, but they can involve um, taking a relaxing bath, listening to calm music, um, practicing deep breathing or progressive muscle relaxation, um, engaging in a hobby or a creative activity. Um, I'm going to go ahead and plug one of my great friends, um, Brittany Horn of Revel Wellness. She creates a beautiful line of puzzles that um, features a beautiful artwork um, featuring black women. And I think that is such a beautiful self-care practice just to sit down. You've had a long day, a stressful day, and you really want to silence your mind. Um, puzzling is such a dope hobby. And then you have a beautiful reward at the end, which is a, a dope picture. So go ahead and visit her at Revel Wellness Co. I'll drop the link below so that you guys can check out her, her pieces because it's really, really dope. So if you're looking for a self-care and or aftercare hobby, <laughs> I highly recommend. Um, so these activities can help us unwind and to recharge after a stressful event. So like I said, it's really important to implement both self-care and aftercare into our daily practices. So um, it can be challenging because time is of the essence and many of us really are short on time, but I promise you it is so essential and important for managing our stresses effectively. So some important tips for including these practices into our routines are to actually create a self-care plan and schedule in time for self-care activities every single day. There should be a time that is your non-negotiable time for yourself. If you are like me and you live by the calendar, pencil in that time where you are going to spend, let's say, 20 minutes just walking alone outside your neighborhood, or you're going to spend uh, taking a 30 minute shower that day, or you're going to spend some time, whatever it is, doing something for yourself, put that on your calendar so that way it becomes part of your routine. The next thing you should do is to practice mindfulness meditation for a few minutes each day to reduce stress levels. I know a lot of us are a little bit hesitant to meditate because we feel like, quote, we don't know how to meditate, but meditating is... um something that I have come to learn to really enjoy just sitting in silence, sitting in my thoughts and seeing where my thoughts take me. 
sometimes they take me to sleep and that's all right because <laughs> your girl is tired chronically. Um, and, and sometimes it actually reveals a lot to me. So the things that I w- was previously anxious about, the answers reveal themselves as I guide, I let my thoughts guide me and I just go wherever they flow. Sometimes I also listen to uh, meditations that um, are guided meditations that help me to imagine myself in a place doing a thing and just to help give me prompts to meditate. One of my first um, guided meditation apps that, not apps, but mixtapes that I love is one by Sheila Marie, and I will link it down below. I believe it is on Spotify now. Um, I'll link it down below. It is really, really helpful for those who are curious about meditation and really want um, a guided meditation experience. And what I love about it, especially, it is that it is done so by a, a voice that is one that sounds familiar to us, right? The next thing is to seek social support from friends, family, or a mental health professional when we're feeling overwhelmed. We are social beings. As humans, we are not meant to live this life alone. It is so important for us to live in community, and that is where our friends and our family and then our trusted professionals also step in. Do not be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and ask for help, ask for support, ask for just their presence. Somebody's presence um, can really make a huge difference. One of my biggest um, pet, not pet peeves, one of my biggest faults is that I won't ask for help or I won't reach out because I've already decided what that person is going to say before I even ask them. So that's not healthy. So I encourage you, like I'm encouraging myself right now, to reach out to the people around me because and around you because they love you and they want to help you. If if many the people that are in our lives who truly have our backs really want us to, to thrive the same way we want them to thrive. So ask them for support when you need it and also be that support when they need it. Next is important to engage in physical activity. It doesn't have to be anything um like in, intense, you don't have to go and run a triathlon or do anything serious like that, but things like gentle stretching or yoga or um, deep breathing exercises do a world of difference to reduce stress and to improve our moods. And lastly, practice self-compassion. We're back to the self-compassion again <laughs> and talk to yourself kindly during times of stress or difficulty. Remind yourself that you are a human who is doing the very best that you can. And sometimes we make mistakes. That is part of the human experience. You are not a bad person for making a mistake. You are simply a person who has made a mistake and life will go on, right? Um, So please remind yourself that. And why is this so important? This is so important because poor stress management has real life consequences. The consequences of poor stress management can be significant and long lasting. Chronic stress can lead to physical, emotional, and interpersonal problems, which include high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, stroke, as well as anxiety, depression, other mental health disorders. And lastly, when it comes to interpersonal um, difficulties, so issues with relationships, including increased conflict and communication difficulties, all can stem from 
poor stress management. So listen, stress is common. We are all going to have moments where we experience stress at one point or another. That isn't a failure on our part. That is just part of the human experience, but it does not have to take over our lives. By identifying our stressors, practicing self-care and aftercare, and implementing these practices into our daily routines, we can manage the stress more efficiently and prevent the negative consequences of chronic stress. So that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Be Well Sis podcast. Like always, I am so, so glad you're here. Until next time, be well, sis. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well Sis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Apple. Until next time, be well, sis. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.